Welcome to Crash Chords Autographs. Today, Matt welcomes Kara Eliza, a singer-songwriter hailing from New York, New York. Known for making a splash on YouTube with her cover videos of Empire State of Mind by Alicia Keys and Mirrors by Justin Timberlake, Kara chats with Matt about her upcoming 2018 release and the process of writing for it. She chats about her early days singing and playing instruments, which artists have had the biggest effect on her style and songwriting, and why she chose to do covers for YouTube. And so, from the process of shooting her cover videos, to some details on her live album at the Bitter End in New York City, here's presenting Matt Storm and Kara Eliza. And welcome to another episode of Autographs. I, of course, am Matt, a.k.a. Stormageddon, and my guest this week is Kara Eliza. Thank you for joining me, Kara. Oh, thank you for having me. So, um, we were connected through Shauna, who has uh, connected me with some wonderful musicians, um, and I've had a chance to listen to all of your work and so obviously for those who don't know you're a singer songwriter mostly making music in the vein of pop um your big single right now is your cover of mirrors by justin timberlake i guess my first question i want to ask is why did you choose that song to cover is it just a song you really like a song that you're good at singing what was the impotence to pick that song I mean, I think Justin Timberlake is honestly an artist who I've always respected um, a lot as a singer-songwriter, as a producer, as a performer in general. Um, I definitely wanted to do one of his songs, and then this was just one of my favorite songs by him that I thought I could do do justice to. Awesome. And um, for the video, uh, was it, you know, how long did it take to make the video? I mean, it's your kind of standard um studio video fly on the wall kind of thing how long did that video take to record honestly it was um a few hours i mean i went in recorded a few, recorded it a few times i mean it wasn't it, it's not as long as you of a process as you think it would be and it does that come from just it, uh it being pretty straightforward and not being super complicated Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, like, songs like that, like, you can't really change change up that much. I mean, you can make it your own, but, like, you can't really play around with the arrangement a lot without people getting kind of mad at you, so <laughs> it was easy to do. Um, and, of course, um, your banner on your site and on YouTube say that you have new music coming this year. Are you working on a full-length album? Yes, um, I'm working on an EP that will hopefully be released over the summer, um, just depending on timing and how fast we can get things produced. And so is the whole EP written already? Uh, the music is. the It's not arranged yet. So Got it. And um, uh, let's talk a little bit about your songwriting process. When you're putting a song together, do you kind of think about what you want to write about and create the lyrics first and then the instrumentation, or does it kind of depend on the mood? I mean, it depends. It varies song to song. I mean, some songs I'll literally just get, I'll like be at the piano and it'll just kind of all come out in five minutes. Some songs I'll write like lyrics out on a page. If I'm like really mad about something, I'll like write it down and then I'll wait for like music to come to me about it. Or sometimes I'll even be in the shower and just get like a tune in my head and just like have to like grab my phone and like sing it into my voice memos and then just run back. Technology is wonderful, isn't it? That you can just record anywhere. 
Um, so, uh, how long have you been playing instruments and singing for? I mean, I, I am unsure of your actual age, but you seem pretty young, uh, this coming from an old man like me. Um, <laughs> um, but how long have you been playing music, singing music, interested in music? Uh, yeah, um, so I'm 22 and I've, I kind of actually started with the piano first at like five and then just kind of like started singing along with it just as I got older. And it was just one of those things that just kind of came naturally. And uh, were you always someone who's wanted to be a singer-songwriter? Um, I think in the back of my mind I did. Um, I kind of used to walk around the house, like, literally, I, I would, like, sing about things I saw. Like, I, like my dad would turn off the TV, like, you, you shouldn't watch that. That's, like, turning your brain to mush. And I'd just say, sing a song about how TV was good for you. Or, like, <laughs> I would make fun of my older brother, like, with a song I wrote. Like, just kind of, it was kind of mean. <laughs> Um, and, uh, are you going to school for any kind of musical training? Uh, yeah, right now I'm a senior at UNC Chapel Hill. Awesome. And so are you majoring in composition? Uh, no, I'm actually majoring in, uh, vocal performance. So, uh, music basically, just any kind of music. Awesome. And, uh, do you find, um, you, did you naturally have the ability to sing and kind of find the note um, and all of that? Or is that something that you've learned over time and that the schooling has really helped with? I mean, I think it's always been something that I've always had a naturally loud voice. I've always, like, been able to sing. It's just the schooling has helped, like, refine it in a way and, like, help me control my voice a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to shift gears a little bit and talk about your live album that's on Spotify when you were at the bitter end. Um, what was it like to kind of record that album? Now, did you go into that show knowing you were going to record the album that night? Uh, no, the, I actually, uh, when I was doing a sound check, the guy was like, do you want us to record this? And I was like, yeah, why not? And it just ended up coming out really, really well. And I was really pleased with it. That's awesome. And so, so, um, the set that you prepared for that night wasn't based on the fact that you were recording. It just kind of worked out. Not way. at all. It just, exactly. And so I see that there are a couple of covers, but the rest are originals. Um, are those originals going to be on this upcoming EP or uh, um, do you have some so other stuff? Uh, some will, some, some are completely new songs. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it just depends on what comes out the best, I think, and what's going to be the best product. Um, and have you started to prepare for going to the studio? Do you have dates that you're going to work on that? Or are you still pulling that all together? Uh, I mean, I kind of have tentative dates still being pulled together. Um, I was actually just in the studio today recording another, another cover. So, Oh, nice. Awesome. And, uh, it, is it a spoiler? Can we know what cover that's going to be and when it's going to be released? No, I can't, can't disclose that information. Not yet. All right. No worries. Um, <laughs> so I have to ask, since uh, from what I've heard of your stuff, there's very much a, um, a pop influence, a little bit a little bit of a country uh, twang on some of the stuff. Uh, who would you say your biggest influences are? Um, I think, honestly, uh, first, first and foremost, being from Long Island, you really... I, you got to know who Billy Joel is. Like, if you don't, if you don't know like four or five Billy Joel songs from by heart, then you're not from Long Island. And then, I mean, I listened. I grew up listening to a lot of Bruce Springsteen with my dad. Um, Amy Winehouse is a huge influence. Uh, uh, just a, yeah. No, I was gonna ask. So since you're, uh, so I'm a huge Billy Joel fan. He was the first yeah. concert I ever saw when I was like uh, 13. Um, 
are there any Billy Joel songs that you would want to cover and possibly put on a record or put on an EP at a, a later time? Um, actually, yeah, the song "Scenes from Italian Restaurant." My aunt has been asking me to like sing it and cover it for years, so I kind of feel like I owe it to her at one point. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Um, and, uh, do you feel like, um, besides just in your overall sound, do you feel like any of those artists have actually influenced your singing style as well? I think so. Definitely. I mean, everything gets pulled from, I mean, Billy Joel is more influenced my songwriting because when I listen to interviews with him, mm -hmm. he says like he try he doesn't try to imitate another artist, but he goes with their style. Like one day he, I remember him like he'll like be like okay today i'm gonna be frankie valley in the four seasons and then he went and wrote uptown girl so that was like kind of how he's influenced me and then sometimes i feel like amy winehouse definitely in influences the way i sing because the way she sings she treats her voice more like a trumpet or a flute like it's not her instrument is not her voice it's like she's imitating other sounds she hears which i think is kind of cool that's awesome um would you say that anything outside of music has influenced your writing style, like be a personal event or something in pop culture or something that you're really into in like uh, other media? Oh, hundred percent. I mean, and that's why I love songwriting is the fact that I can bring my personal life into it. I mean, it makes it a lot more vulnerable mm -hmm. and it's, it's scary in almost a way, but I, it's kind of like free therapy. Like <laughs> I don't need to spend any money. Um, and, uh, when you're not writing or working on music, which it sounds like you spend quite a bit of time on besides going to school, do you have any hobbies that you're really into that are outside the music scene? I mean, for sure. I mean, I definitely, I mean, honestly, like everything ties back to music, but honestly, like hanging out with my friends, just kind of chilling out. I huge workout addict. Mm -hmm. Do any, um, are any of your other friends musicians? Uh, yeah. I mean, in, in that world, you kind of like, and especially when I'm going for, to school for it, you kind of surround yourself by other musicians and it just kind of becomes your life. Yeah. I imagine that you pr are pretty driven to focus on music exclusively, more or less. Oh, yeah. Um, has there... So how long have you been writing music for? Is that something that's relatively recent or have you been doing it since you were younger? I mean, like I said, I, I mean, writing, I've like... I made up songs when I was little, but I mean, like actually writing, writing, I started when I was about 14 and mm -hmm. then I kind of like stopped for a bit and then I picked it up a couple of years ago again. And are there any songs that you've been working on over the last few years that you've just had to shelve because you can't just get it quite right, whether it's the arrangement or the, the lyrics or the mood or whatever? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, I think a lot of songs, like they'll come and go and like, if it's right, it'll just come to me. Like, if it's a good song, it'll it'll stick. If it's not, m maybe I need to shelve it for a bit until like it's it's ready and like I have more like I don't want to say world experience with like that subject, but like until like I'm ready to like give it to the world, if that makes sense. It totally does. And so, have you found any songs that you've done that with that you've been able to pick back up after a couple of years and like then like it just kind of clicks? Oh yeah. Um, one of the songs that I like, one of my first songs that I put out there, actually, I started writing a couple of years ago, Another Flight. Um, it's on the live album, too. Mm -hmm. um, I started that, I guess, my freshman year of college, and like the, the chorus just got stuck in my head. And then just I had a lot of 
things happened that year and then the year after and then I went I went back to the piano and kind of just re- filled in the blanks with the chorus not the chorus the verses mm-hmm. um, tell me a little bit about the feeling slash poison this is a single that's on your um, oh. on your Spotify um, I'm curious for, for, so it was released in 2017 but is that when you actually made it as well I think that that was just me kind of uh, playing around. It's mm-hmm. just um, just me having fun, just because I heard I heard two songs that I thought would sound good together, and and so you it's, wanted it's to kind of mix them yeah, together. Yeah. Um, and so uh, going back to the the new EP that you're working on that you're hoping to release later this year, um, is there anything that you've um, put together for that upcoming EP that is going to be very different from what you're already doing? I think my sound's going to remain pretty consistent. Um, I think it'll definitely have a little bit of a fresher sound to it, but it, it'll it all stay the same, same vibe. Um, have you had any um, personal music mentors who have been helping you through this process? Um, as far as songwriting, I feel like it's kind of one of those things that you just have to kind of do personally. And mm-hmm. I mean, I have, I have mentors, but just as far as like my, my process, it's always been the same. And it's always been something that you kind of crafted on your own. Yeah. That makes total sense. Um, is there any kind of music that, um, your fans listening might be surprised that you like to listen to? Yeah. I mean, I love opera. Uh huh. I love listening to opera. I mean, like, I think anyone who's taken a voice lesson has been forced to do it at some sort of level or another. Um, I listen to a lot, a lot of rap. Oh, really? I mean, oh, who are some yeah. of your favorite rappers? Uh, Eminem, again, it's something, it's, it's weird to say that I grew up listening to it, but my dad was a huge Eminem fan. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I listened to a lot of that. Um, I listen. I'm trying to think. NWA, okay. uh, classic. So, so kind of, kind of old school uh, a little bit. Um, more recent, I listen. I've been listening to Logic's album all weekend. He just released a new album, and it's really, really good. Yeah, I haven't gotten a chance to listen to it. I've heard really great things. Is that is is rap something you would ever want to try your hand at, even though you're not currently doing it? Um, maybe I would collaborate with a rap artist. I don't think I could personally <laughs> pull it off. It's not a thing you think you could, you could take it. You no. Could do. Uh, that's fair. I mean, it's actually pretty common these days for a lot of pop singers to, to team up with, with rap artists. You know, you see oh, people yeah. like Katy Perry and Taylor Swift doing it. Um, if you could pick any rapper or alive or dead that you could do a duet with or, te- or team up with, who would it be? Oh, Eminem. Yeah. Um, I think... Were you, so see, what I'm curious about is if your dad was a big Eminem fan, were you listening to him way before you were old enough to actually probably be listening to him? I don't think I would. I don't think I processed what I listened to because I remember <laughs> when I was younger, my dad would play the real Slim Shady in the car, and uh-huh. my mom would freak out at him to turn it off. He'd be like, "She doesn't know what it means," and I really didn't. So I just kind of would like sing along to the chorus. Right, that's pretty funny. Um, it's one of those things you worry about as a parent, like, you know, you want to expose them to the stuff that you like, but you also wonder exactly how much they'll retain. Yeah. Um, so, uh, sticking to talking about the music that you're working on and the covers you're working on, you can't 
release what your next one is, but the fact that you're working on one is really excellent news. Do you have a plan to kind of roll out covers on the YouTube page while you're um, while coinciding with working on the the EP release? Yep, definitely. And so, how, uh, for example, since you you can't talk about what you're going to be releasing upcoming on YouTube, uh, when you play live shows, how do you pick the songs that you cover? Are they just songs you like? Are they songs that you think fit your vocal style? Um, or is it a little bit of both or something else? I think, I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, it always has to be a song that has like meaning to me and song that's had a big part of my life. Um, songs that fit my voice and songs that just are fun to for the audience as well mm-hmm. um uh, i'm curious if there are any um influences that you have outside of music like you were talking about your musical influences earlier as far as people are there any people who inspire you or influence you that are outside of music i mean as corny as it sounds i mean both my parents <laughs> <laughs> they they really do they they're very they're very good people and they just kind of keep keep my head on straight uh are they supportive of you pursuing music yeah definitely and do you have a plan when you're done with school to pursue music full-time is there anything else you want to do as a backup um i think right for now full-time i mean it's just one of those things you got to do while you're young Mm -hmm. um and do you think that uh your parents will be 100 percent supportive in you looking into that full-time I mean, there's pros and cons to it, but I think, I think to them, as long as I put in 110% effort and they see the effort and the outcome being produced, I think they'll, they'll be happy. That makes total sense. Um, have you played a lot of live shows around the city? Uh, yeah. I mean, you gotta, you gotta do the circuit. (laughs) Um, do you have favorite venues that you like performing at in the city? Um, honestly, my favorite of all of them would probably be the bitter end. It's a good, Cause it's I mean, it's such, it's, it's such a small music venue, but so many people have gone through there that it's just, it's really like, you kind of feel like the ghosts of ghosts of artists pass in there. <laughs> um, and do you like playing live shows? Oh yeah. hundred percent. I feel like it, you, you're more vulnerable. And I mean, like with a recording, you can do it again and again with a live touch show. It's just like one and done and you're, and what it is, it is. Yeah, totally. Um, is there uh, anything that you're not doing currently that you'd like to incorporate into a live performance that, that you do? I mean, not really. I mean, maybe playing the guitar, but I mean, I'm not that good at it. <laughs> Are you mostly a piano player? Oh, yeah. Um, and do you play the piano live when you perform or do you just sing? Uh, I do a little bit of both. Okay. Um, and do you have a do you have a guitarist with you when you perform, or is it mostly just piano work? Mostly just piano. Sometimes there'll be a guitarist with me. It just depends venue to venue. Gotcha. Um, let's see. So the uh, the actually the other thing that I wanted to bring up is um, social media because you have a, a pretty large social media presence, especially on Facebook and Instagram. Do you feel like social media helps your music and your music career? Oh, 100%. I mean, in this day and age, you kind of can't have one without it. I mean, it's it's vital. Um, do you have a preferred way of engaging with, with people who like your music, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, or uh, do you just like using all of it? I mean, I, I prefer Instagram because I feel like, with especially with the millennial generation, like you really 
that's where like a majority of them are like in Instagram, Snapchat, just stuff like that. Right. Um, I mean, I imagine because I'm someone who existed before social media and has adapted to it as I have my own works that I'm trying to promote. But I imagine you've been using social media probably since you were very young. Yeah. Um, I guess middle, early high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of so, like at that transition age. Right. And it must be fairly second nature for you. Like, you know, everything because everybody's on social media. I mean, yes and no. I'm really bad with technology, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> oh, yeah? Are you not a tech person? Not at all. Um, so uh, I guess that the next thing I wanted to ask was about the production side of your music. Are you not someone who digs in with the production stuff? Is that mostly someone else and you just kind of uh, let them, the professionals handle it, so to speak? I mean, I dig it. I dig in and I always like to watch and learn. So like for future reference, I can know how to do everything. I'm always about learning new things. Gotcha. It's just not something that you're super savvy with on your own. No. <laughs> I mean, it's not for everybody. And the reality is you don't need the tech to write the music. You just need, I mean, technically you don't even necessarily need the instruments to write the music. So I suppose just the know-how is, is what's really key. Um, is there um, anything about um, the live shows or the process of uh, working on the music you've worked on that was an unexpected surprise, something that happened in the studio, something you've encountered when you were performing live? Um, so far, not really, but I mean, I'm always... I feel like everything always goes off without a hitch, knock on wood, but <laughs> yeah, you'll have plenty of time for, uh, for freak stories and, and things like that. Uh, once you're traveling the world, so to speak, um, yeah. uh, do you have any plans to go on any kind of touring or while you're in school, you're just going to stay local? Uh, as of now, just local, but hopefully once the EP is released, more touring will ensue. So you want to tour, you want to travel. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any location that you've not been to or that you've been to before that you'd really like to go to to play music? Uh, probably Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, have you been to Los Angeles before or no? Uh, I've been once before. Once before. Um, I've heard that the music scene is actually pretty pretty intense out there, also in Nashville as well. Oh, yeah. Nashville is another cool, cool, cool city. I was just there a few weeks ago, and it's insane. Um, and did you feel like, cause I've, I've not been, but I've heard that the, that like there's music literally everywhere. Did you feel like the sense of, of an environment of music all around you while you were there? Oh, a hundred percent. Um, were there any, uh, artists or bands that you saw while you were there that you enjoyed? Um, I saw one little band in a bar, but they were like really good. Like just you're everywhere you go. Just like everyone is so just talented. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. So, uh, you know, you're, you're fairly new to this and, um, you don't have, um, you're, you're getting experience under your belt. Um, is there anything that, um, you want to write about that maybe you're not ready to tackle yet, but that you'd like to engage with in the future? Um, I mean, I've had a lot in the last couple of months going on, but mm -hmm. I mean, just hopefully that'll, I'll be able to sing about that in a couple of months on my AP, but Right now, I'm kind of in the process of, like, it takes a bit to digest everything. Sure, of course. And um, are you always actively writing and, and working on new music? Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like you kind of always always are writing, always are doing things. You're, I mean, at least once a day, I kind of come up with an idea. And not uh, Maybe not a full song, but, like, I'll write down, like, words or I'll, like, write down a melody or something like that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, do you find that uh, that it's easy for you to turn those half ideas into full songs? Oh yeah. I think. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I feel like it makes it a lot. It uh, I mean, like, cause you can add them together, mm-hmm. and they'll become full songs eventually. And um, it just you you just keep building on old old stuff. Um, we talked earlier about how you really love performing live and you like, um, you know, uh, playing in live venues. Do you enjoy going to see live bands as well? Oh, yeah. Um, I always I, I think I get my most learning experience watching other people perform. You feel like you can pull information from watching the performances? Uh, yeah. I mean, like, you kind of like you can't really hone your own craft until you see how other people do it and i mean it sounds kind of like being a copycat but i mean (laughs) imitation is the greatest form of flattery no i totally agree um is there a a really great concert that you've seen recently that you really enjoyed i mean for one i saw billy joel a couple times and i mean he's just born entertainer for sure yeah (laughs) i think i've seen him three times and none of the concerts ever felt the same oh yeah and then the other band I saw recently was the XX. They're a British band, but they're not even their performing style, but the way they have their stage and set set up, it's just like, it's literally so trippy. It's awesome. Yeah. Would you, if provided the, the resources, would you love to have a, a stage set up like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Something like where your piano rotates in the center of a stage or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I always find that like, some pop stars just have insanely extravagant shows, but I imagine as a singer songwriter, you know, it's not, you, you wouldn't have a live show that would have like dancers and, you know, that kind of thing because um, your style of music is a little more subdued. Um, but would you want to tackle any kind of dance or techno pop kind of music? Oh yeah. I mean, honestly, I really am a fan of people like Zed or Calvin Harris, like not more their mainstream stuff, but like the way they like take singer songwriters. Like, I mean, they like take singer songwriters and then they'll kind of like put them into their own like electronic kind of style. And Mm -hmm. like, but they'll keep with the singer's original style. I think that's like so cool. Yeah. The fact that they can build on what was originally there, but elaborated it in a way that the original artist might not have thought of. Yeah. I think it goes back to the whole um, copying is a, you know, imitation is a sincerest form of flattery, taking someone's music that they worked really hard on and just building on it to show what you love about it, I think is very expressive. Well, yeah, I mean, I even take look at a song. uh, I took a pill in Ibiza by Mike Posner. He literally, that was, it was such a slow and depressing song. Like if you (laughs) listen to the original and then, a Swedish DJ, I think his name is Steve, took it and like literally made it into the hit. Like everyone like listens to it, like every single like bar and club. Yeah, it's funny. I never heard that song until the remix came out, and I had to actually yeah. go hunting for the original to compare them because I'm a music nerd and that's what my brain does. And I was so blown away how different they were. Oh yeah. And like even the effects he put on the vocals and everything, like he didn't change it per se, but it, he definitely expanded on it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, is there any instrument that you don't currently play that you'd like to learn to play? Weirdly enough, I really want to learn how to play like the violin or like the cello or some kind of string instrument. I feel like that would be very useful. Yeah. Is that something that you'd want to learn just because you want to learn it or because you think it would add to your music as well? 
I think it would add to my music. I mean, anything I write or produce lately has been adding strings into it. And I feel like if I could just learn how to play the violin or play, learn how to play the cello, it would skip a step. Sure. Well, especially if you want to uh, continuing to be a singer songwriter, this ability to kind of play, write and play everything is something that I imagine you probably aspire to. Yeah. Um, this idea of kind of doing it all for yourself in a very DIY way. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I'm curious if you, so I know you've been working with Shauna, who's your publicist and ha has been connecting you with people. Um, how did you get involved with the business side of what you're doing now? Were you connected through your parents? Did they help you find these people? Did you find it yourself? Like, how did you make those connections? Um, actually, weirdly enough, um, one of, uh, my family friends, uh, did my brother's recruitment baseball <laughs> videos for college and, um. He was asking about how um, I was doing, and my mom had mentioned songwriting, and then he had mentioned one of his his friends who I've started working with, and who has kind of been like a mentor to me, kind of, in a way, to answer your question from mm -hmm. earlier, and it's just kind of just someone who's been uh, very helpful along the process. That's awesome. So you don't have your head very deep in the business side of it? You're kind of, you, you've had help with that side of it? Yeah, definitely the business side. I mean, I I have an idea, and I'm I'm sure I'm shrewd when it comes to business, but it's it's good to always have help. Sure, of course. I mean, I imagine also, you know, there's only a certain level of experience you can have at 22 in the business world, especially when you're still in school. So having that yeah. kind of support structure is probably very helpful. Oh, a hundred percent. I'm curious if with your music, because singer songwriting and things based in like folk and country can kind of be malleable and put into anything. Is there any kind of, uh, would you have any interest in like scoring something or working on music for a movie or something? Is that something you would be interested in doing? Oh yeah. I mean, that's kind of like the, that's kind of like the dream. I mean, I feel like any song that ends up in a major motion picture always does really well. And I mean, that'd be so cool to just hear my song in a movie. <laughs> Is if if you had to pick the kind of movie that a song of yours would be in, what kind of movie would it be? Oh, it's so hard. I mean, I personally, <laughs> I'm kind of a history nerd when it came, comes to movies, but I know most people my age aren't. Uh -huh. um, so probably like something like that's going to do really well in the box office. Maybe one of the Marvel movies. They always have really good music behind them or like, <laughs> I don't know, whatever the next equivalent of like the new uh the uh, Leon, I'm trying to remember what it was. It was like, oh, the, duh, the Great Gatsby. It was, but their like soundtrack was so good. So like yeah. a movie like that, something that's like kind of timeless that would could yeah. have a variety of music. Yeah, that's 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 uh, that's a smart way to answer that question. I was, you know, uh, uh, you always wonder where artists' brains will go when challenged with stuff like that, and so it's cool to kind of listen to you vocally navigate where you would want to see that hit start from um are there any other musicians you'd really like to work with if you ever got the chance besides we talked rappers earlier but just in general <laughs> i mean obviously uh billy joel um yeah. trying to think i mean i'm trying to think there's that's such a that's such a hard question because there's so many people who i would want to work with i right. mean justin timberlake is definitely one of them as a producer, Ed Sheeran, I feel like he's very downplayed, but he writes songs for like a lot of artists and features on a lot of different artists songs. And mm -hmm. he's just, I feel like he'd be a cool person to work with. 
Yeah, I feel like he's an artist where he, it felt like to me, I'm sure it wasn't the case for him, but it felt like to me that he was nowhere and then he was everywhere. Like, yeah. you know, I don't, there was the, there was the time before Ed and the time after. Um, exactly. I'm sure he busted his ass for a very long time, but just as a consumer, it definitely feels that way. Yeah. Because I feel like every song I'm listening to on Top 40 Radio now, he's featured on in some, some way or another. Oh, yeah. Um, before we're getting towards the end, but before we wrap up, I like to ask musicians and this, this might be really special coming from you as you're still fairly new to the professional side of it. But is there any advice you would give to aspiring musicians or artists that you might not have known when you first started working on this stuff? Um, it's just, you, you got to work your butt off. It's a lot, but it's worth it in the end. And just like anything you have, like a sport or like anything you have to put in the 10,000 hour rule. I mean, if you do 10,000 hours at anything and you probably have to do more than that, you'll, you'll be successful at it. I mean, that's just smart advice makes, yeah. makes super sense. Um, Kara, <laughs> thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. Um, I, uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing where your career goes. You know, it's always exciting to me when I hear musicians who have a powerful voice and have something to say, especially when they're first starting out, because you can really kind of chart where they're headed. Um, but, uh, but it's really been a pleasure to chat with you today. Um, my last favor to ask is before we close, I have a saying on the show, which is kind of just, uh, a generalized, if you live your life, um, and you work hard at what you love, your life will be good. And the saying is music is life and life is good. Um, would you do that sign off for me? Yeah, of course. Uh, thank you so much for having me and music is life and life is good. If you enjoyed these interviews, please subscribe to this and the Crash Chords podcast on iTunes, where you can also rate us and review us. You can also like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Crash Chords Web, our Tumblr, and our YouTube channel. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to post in the comment area below each post. And keep the discussion going, because remember, music is life, and life is good.